<laughs> yeah, we're just going to drop in there before the corner from trying again. That's the very start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. But... Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's All Music, the music interview podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. Your host, the H-Bomb. Owen Hennessy, co-hosts Mike Carey and me, Dave Quirk. Today we're sitting down with a singer-songwriter originally from Cork, Ireland, cutting his teeth in music as a busker in Cork City when a move to Paris in 2014 catapulted him into the territory of original music. Having been taken under the wing of a Parisian songwriter's collective, this man has also played in a dozen European cities as a result, playing the gigging circuit here in Cork and surrounding areas at the weekends with his very popular two-piece band, Bermuda County Council, it's seldom this man doesn't have a guitar with him, and we just hope he has it with him here tonight. Please give it up for and welcome Mr. David James Murphy! Here comes David James Murphy, David James Murphy, David James Murphy, yeah! David James Murphy. I couldn't put the David J- fucking J- James fucking Murphy. I couldn't do that. Oh, yeah.
Davy Murphy. Welcome to Knockadoon, kid. Falter. Falter. We have David James Murphy. He's a guitar player with his duo, the Bermuda CC. He's a songwriter. He's a singer. He's an all-around music man with loads of experience playing around East Cork and further afield. Even France. And, and other, Spain. And Spain. Et Brilliant. <laughs> That was lovely. Let's I don't know. I don't know. I never heard that song before. The Bob Dylan one, yeah. Was it Bob Dylan? Was he wrote a rake of songs, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he wrote a rake of songs. Some men. Yeah, not bad. Um, There's potential. Mm. Davey, welcome. Uh, as we said already, welcome. I'm going to start with a question. Uh, that's how interviews work. Um, I'm going to start with a question that I ask everyone. Can you remember what was in the house growing up, music-wise, what were what you were listening to, what you were exposed to, um, and how did it influence you in music later on? And what were you what were you taking in? What was around you? Was there musicians in the family? Uh, there was a small bit of music in the family, all right. Uh, Dad played a bit of harmonica and doesn't have a bad voice to be heard to him. And my mother used to play violin when she was younger, so she was musically inclined as well. Uh, Brian here sitting beside us. Yeah, you played against us. Brian Murphy is here. Your brother, also uh, a musician. Played electric guitar as well. So it was in the and house. A bit of drums. So there was a, a small bit of music in, in the house, all right? And um, there was a few CDs I remember being in the car, right? What where, were they? Uh, there was Queen. There was uh, Rod Stewart and Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook Jesus was in there. That's class. good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dr. Yeah. Hook was good. I still play one of those, the odd time, to the right crowd. Which one? Millionaire. Cover the Rolling Stone. Cover the Rolling Stone. No yeah. point in talking about it. Play it. I haven't played this in a very long time. To the right, the right crowd, he said. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I don't know if that's the right crowd. Give us a verse and a chorus. Oh, oh, play bass. Sing about beauty and we sing about Third verse of that somewhere. Just that was sweet as a note. Do you remember? Did you, did you ever uh, have them in the house, Mike? Who? <laughs> Doctor <laughs> the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Where did you? We used to do uh, an old stations disco. The who? Doctor Hook. Doctor Hook. You see, well, have, you, have you seen the videos of them? Yeah, they were wild, they're weren't they? Wild, yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound wild on the CD, but when you no, watch them, yeah. it's a different kettle of fish. 
Yeah, there was a lot of derogs going on at that time, I'd say. There was a yeah, lot, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. really know what was happening. No, 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 no. They were known for a while. Really. I didn't know that when I was listening to the CD when I was about 11 years old. Yeah, it was just good music. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook. Yeah. Uh, so you had Queen, you had uh, Dr. Hook, and you had Rod Stewart. And the Carpenters. There was a bit of the Carpenters oh, yeah. floating around oh, as well. Flash, yeah. Bits and pieces. Yeah, so you had a good mix. Yeah. And your parents, of course, have been really supportive with the music, like, haven't they? Excellent, yeah. Yeah, in fairness, they're good. I've played with you. I've booked gigs for you. I've played bass for you. They were the best gigs you had, I'd say, the ones that are fucking whole. Definitely. (laughs) I actually actually didn't know what it was to play a gig until I played There you go, Mike. There you go. That's straight from fucking Davies. Yeah. Can't you just be fucking polite? Got hit with all note. Like he's a very strong word for that. Did you play music in school? I played tin whistle. That was about the extent of it. Yeah, you were a runner. I was yeah. like running. That was yeah. your. That that's was where a... I got the lungs from. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 That's where the volume comes um, from. Tell me when the music started. The playing, as opposed to the gigging. When did it? Uh, I'd say Brian here had a, a crafter guitar at home. Yeah. Hanging up. The one you're still gigging with. <laughs> I, I, I don't gig it much anymore because uh, not a lot of it works in yeah. terms of the pickup or anything else, basically. But, uh, she's a relic. She's relic. Yeah. She's getting retired now. Um, th- that got broken in half at a 19th birthday party before and was put back together by... Uh, what's stand there in Caroline? Oh, oh yeah, Jim O'Halloran. Jim gets a big. Not a gets mentioned on every episode. Yeah. The fellas right. coming down here must break a lot of guitars. He's getting nearly charged him sponsorship. For was, um, someone brought. Uh, I was supposed to be playing one song at her nineteenth birthday party. Yeah, which came out across the dance floor with it in her hand after taking it out of the cloakroom. I said, "This doesn't look good." Anyway, smashed, tripped over, fell on top of it, and just the neck broken too. that's not my guitar to break. Yeah. But it's about to fix. So you yeah. started playing then on the craft of learning songs at home. And yeah. Was it long before you got gigging after that? Um, that but was that was that was younger. No, I'd say I was about fifteen or sixteen when I picked that up first, but yeah. wasn't very good and couldn't really manage it. And decided I'd play bass. Actually, you, th- you don't know this. I don't know do this. You? Hang on. What? <laughs> I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I never. So what a I'd wise say, move, of course. But go on. It's Andy Evan Brain here because he might have a reference point for ages. But I'd say sixteen, seventeen. Started playing bass. Younger. Younger, was it? Yeah. I went up to... um. I was 16. You were... 13. 13? Was I 13 playing bass? Jesus Christ. Jesus. I gave it up fairly quickly. Hey! <laughs> I, uh, I went up to... Um, You're remote. Do you know Chris... <laughs> Chris McCarthy. What's the name, Brian? Chris, Mc- Chris, Chris McCarthy, McCarthy of the Stars. Broomfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went up to him uh, for about two lessons. Learned a He's door good. song and said, this might not be for me now. You know, playing the bass riffs and try to sing something over it. It's too difficult for you. It's too difficult yeah, to it <laughs> No. <laughs> Keep going. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I learned one um, one song on the bass and I think I packed it in. Roadhouse Blues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should know now about mentioning songs every time we mention a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I like too, the new format. It's too yeah. difficult. It's yeah. too difficult. <laughs> um,
Yeah, so you practiced in, you moved to transition to guitar. When did I, you had a guitar in the house anyway? It was Brian's when you picked up for yeah. us. Is it? So I picked that up again and I gave it a go. I said, I'll give a real instrument a bit of a, a crack here. <laughs> oh, and then, no, my work is done. <laughs> no, you're not fucking here, right? He does this every week, so I said I'd yeah. take it over. For yeah, I'm not fucking off, Yeah. So I started playing out in the out in the shed at home, a small bit where no one could hear me. Shame, but yeah, you were and, quite uh, shy. Sorry, Dave. Where where Extremely. is where is home? Where uh, Middleton. Oh, Middleton. You're a Middleton man. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I I had that. I had a, maybe three or four songs down, four chord songs, same as I have now. And um, <laughs> a couple of my friends were over for a couple of drinks. I think it was like leaving cert something around there. It was right. the first time I started kind of playing a small bit. Four people. Well, that was kind of an accident. Like they kind of heard that I was playing. I said, ah, oh, go on, bring out the guitar there. So sing some yeah. one song, just see what it's like, like, for the laugh, like. Yeah. And they'd be fairly spiteful fellows now, my friends, like. They wouldn't be lashing on the compliments. They, w- they wouldn't be lashing on the compliments, definitely. And uh, I remember them actually being pleasantly surprised. I said, that means a lot coming from them, like, you know. Mm. So I thought that actually wasn't as horrific as I, I was expecting that. <laughs> and um, that was the start of it. I played a small bit and then ended up kind of at parties and random stuff like that that's where it happens it does yeah. someone's kitchen at two in the morning like yeah, yeah but you get a bit a of a buzz off that too you do it's the start of it there's it's no money gig. in it it's a gig it's it's a gig. Gig. It's no but it's we feel we have women you'll get that's the thing like yeah 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 oh no night out now when did you you had a band you had a duo that be gigged fairly extensively called only 19 when you were only 19 yeah, were the two of you it 19? wasn't a very uh, far forward looking name for a band. Really. Yeah, it was a good but name though. Only nineteen. Wasn't I think too bad. you were one of the first. You were one of the first outfits I booked. I'd say. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was. Um, you and Neil Regan. Yeah, but you don't remember the original band member, do you? Instead of Neil. Instead of uh, me. Who was it? Corn Swain. No way. <laughs> Mick Swain's son, to Sergeant Middleton. Uh, that's, yeah. how, that's how I got my first call for a gig. I do remember him they playing were, They music. were playing inside in the meeting place he used on to Monday work, night. He used to work in the yeah, meeting place. Yeah, he was working there. That's how he got the gig, probably. Cause, uh, I remember he used to do Monday nights in there, yeah. Exactly. So, no, this is opening my mind up to the memories. Yeah. So Corin... Corn, Corn went to college and recently, or he did actually. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen him in years. He he. So he originally had only nineteen with Neil. Yes, and and that was your first band when you you got drafted in when Corn. What, what did he Corn, not show? Corn went to to college in Limerick, as far as I remember. And uh, Neil called me and said, "I've heard that you played guitar a small bit. Would you fall in for yeah. a gig?" Yeah, and I knew. The four chords at this point. So I don't know. I don't think I'd be ready for a gig now. Are you big grand? You big grand? Come down. There's yeah. a couple of points of carling in it for you, and you'll be you'll be all right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. So I'll, I'll turn up anyway. We'll see. We'll try a couple of songs together. We'll see how we go. Yeah. I said, look, I'll even come up to the house before, and we'll practice a couple of songs. We'll kind of settle in a small bit. Yeah. So turned up to the house anyway. Got two or three songs together. Absolutely bluffing it down the meeting place the first night, but on a Monday. On a Monday. Under the name only 19. Yeah, I think I just uh, slotted straight into Corn Slat, so I didn't yeah, even yeah. change, the, change the yeah. name of the band or anything yeah. like that. Under only 19. That's good. And, um, 
played the first kick in the meeting place on a Monday night. I remember the Monday night sessions. You could and either have nobody in there or it could be wild. The, and, and the maddest thing is there was no amplifiers or anything. It was no. acoustic sitting yeah. on the couch yeah. in the I corner. I often did it. Yeah. Me and Docs did it a few times. Yeah. They're, they're, they're right good crack crack now. Yeah. Conor O'Brien used to do it. Go ahead. Yeah, on the Monday night, it was a different man every Monday, but it was unplugged. And it was at the sidebar. Most of the music at the week. Da- yeah, sitting down. Sitting down. I you vaguely remember, remember yeah. going in there. Yeah. In the door on the right, there used to be a Monday night session. Exactly, in yeah. yeah. And there used to be where it would be on the weekend. It'd be in a cosy little corner. Candles they and stuff. They wouldn't open up the full bar. Yeah. And you had you could have heard Owen Jordan, Conor O'Brien, Dots. Yeah, I did it myself a few times. You, That's what I found hilarious. There was actually good there, yeah. established musicians playing there. And then Dave, who had learned to play guitar but three to four months before. <laughs> do you know what? The meeting place was good that way. Meeting place but used to have a lot of kind of uh, emerging talent, if you'd say it, you know? Yeah. But um, you, um, <coughs> you, you, but what happened then with Only 19 is that she started gigging more and more in more venues and, 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 and uh, Rosie's in a head and... Places like that. It all happened very quickly, didn't it? It did, yeah. We were kind of tipping away, to be fair, considering I didn't have a notion what I was doing and Neil was kind of leading us off there. Yeah. And I remember um, Trish said to me before, like, I just kind of sing along with Neil, like, whatever I could manage. Yeah. 90% Neil Young songs, like, which yeah. was uh, a new set list for me, considering yeah. I'd never heard of Neil Young before. Yeah. And uh, she said, you're going to have to sing in harmony there, no, Dave, because you're just kind of singing along with them. Like, it sounds you were singing bit, the same line. sounds a bit yeah. karaoke-like. And I was like, I, just, I don't know how to sing harmony. Like, I wouldn't have a notion. Mm. Just listen to the radio and, like, try to find a harmony in that. And eventually you'll just kind of, you'll yeah. settle into Good it, advice. Like, oh, very good advice. Yeah. The best advice I it ever got really, in the yeah. end. Like, every, yeah. t- every time you hear a song on the radio, just try and find the harmony line. That's the way to do it. If you actually try and work out it. the mechanics of it. You <laughs> James McGrath tried to explain it to me one time and I I still don't know. No, it's just. But I still don't know, but I can do it now. Yeah, you can do it. I have no idea what it is, but I can find it now because I picked up that habit because of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Neil Neil Regan, we're mentioning, is uh, is still playing today with a duo with his sister called Unknown Legend, and he is in the Ripple Effect as well. Is he in the Ripple Effect? He is, I believe. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Karen, is it? Karen, I believe. Yeah, Hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So that brings you up to nearly 20 years of age and um, you were gigging around. You were doing a lot of Neil Young stuff. I remember you doing a lot of kind of pop stuff at the time too, though, when you started singing your own Yeah, that's, st- that's still in the back pocket. That's very handy. You, I played that last week. Yeah. <laughs> the pop set. The pop, the pop set. Couple of young games. Very it? useful. Yeah. I mean, like, they're 19. I'm 29 now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the songs when I was young are still... I don't know how they still work, like, but what they still work. Ten, what was popular ten years ago? What the Cod- songs of the day? Codeline. Codeline. If you go Codeline, Jason Mraz, all that kind of oh, stuff. That, yeah. that still works somehow. Still works. It's amazing. Like. Still works. Still oh stuff. God. Get some dancing. Ten years old now. The only thing is fellas like us, like, we go, No, we go, oh yeah, that's new stuff. We don't yeah, think that, yeah. that that's my problem. That like, it's ten or fifteen. Because I'd be on. playing the Neil Young stuff. It's like, do you, have any, do you have any new stuff? And my new stuff is kind of two thousand and eleven yeah. at best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or as, as like he says, or as Dan says when he's doing the, um, the Paolo Nutini one. Yeah, this is a new one. A new one. Jesus, God help us. Here we go. Will you do a new kind of modern one? We will. We'll do a U2 one there from the Joshua Tree in 1987. Yeah, so yeah. what would you want to be doing? It was a Nicky fucking banana. Many <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nicky Who's new like? Yeah. Sure, Nicky's more... probably fartish, yeah? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to the beach. Eat. Let's go get away. She was the eldest of them in the manage. <laughs> 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 she was. <laughs> 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 
Do you know uh, I, I wouldn't mind learning a few new new ones, but like I feel like a fucking idiot singing them. To be honest, yeah. Wouldn't you? yeah. I do know when someone comes up to me and says, "Did you know any Sam Fender?" I'm like, oh, "Jesus, that's gonna be a tough night now." No, he is the one though. I do like him. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I love him, but I feel like I'm gonna struggle because like, they're gonna ask for more things like that, I've seen and that. I'm not gonna know it. Like. I've seen that with cover bands who are kind of around, and I say, "Little time I'm around," and I see fellas trying to stay. Cool Ma- and current. Current. And at what stage are you just a fucking yeah, just, I don't just know. Let it a middle-aged <laughs> man singing fucking pop songs? At what stage does it become no. fucking yeah. a bit weird? Like, yeah. you know? There's a lot of pride in just saying, nah, I don't do that. Listen, Sorry. I don't. I'm a dinosaur. I'm just going to do ZZ Top, all right? Unless you really <laughs> strip it down to make it your own and real acoustic-y, a real fast pop song and you slow yeah. it down and do it really no as Henry said I loved I loved like, that song like it was yeah. hit there at, what was it 17 going 17 going on it's a good tune like it's just <laughs> <laughs> play it oh, <laughs> no, I <don't> <laughs> it. Jason Mraz was this that was your <laughs> yeah, yeah. a new one Joe. Yeah. a new one a new one he released in 2008 uh, no yeah I mean I find that I find that a lot I do that I've been doing be doing gigs there and They'd be kind of... It depends on the venue. If we're booked for the right venue, that suits us. It's not a problem. But if you're booked for somewhere and they're like... You get all the lads at the front of the stage looking for Rihanna and stuff like that. Like, like holding up the phone, for example. Yeah. But you do, Rihanna. <laughs> you see. seen... <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Or al- I, I think I've seen it. That's fine, isn't it? Rihanna's stuff is... Oh, no, but I'm talking about uh, Mr. Owen Hennessy's reaction to this behaviour. Davey was there on the night. I've said this on the podcast the night where I discovered that people hold phones up. Oh, yeah, I had a yeah. test weekend and I hadn't had it in a long time. Uh, she wanted, come on Eileen, but come on Aileen or something. <laughs> so I just had to change the words, but I didn't know the fucking original words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great crack. Dave was there the night I took the phone off someone and threw it away. <laughs> you were also there that we have to mention on the night that I fell, <laughs> that I fell nearly into the drum kit. Oh, were you yeah, there that, that night? Was, that was quite good, yeah. That was quite is good. that your night out? Because it seems like... Is it a Sunday night or something? It's any time I'm knocking, and so late Sunday night or kind of yeah, midweek is because you're busy, like, to, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'd be there. I think it was a late one, the Crane Lane on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, where I didn't fall off the stage, I <laughs> fell, fell on the fell stage. onto the stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get up cool or did I, you? Did it was as cool. <laughs> now cool is not a were word. You, I how cool you can be with a couple of hundred people laughing at you? Were you panic stricken? I kind of tried to play it cool, but I just all zoned in on David because I could see him. I, th- I think the vast majority of people missed that. I don't know. I saw you a lot of smiling no, I faces. I scanned the crowd and there was a couple of smirks and then there was me unable to breathe. Cause back, I was laughing he so was much, laughing like. so hard and I went back into bass mode. <laughs> you know? Like nothing happened. Act yeah, like not, right. But it did happen. happen on, didn't it? it did happen and I remember it well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even the most embarrassing thing that's happened here. Ah, that's <laughs> that. No. Where are we? Which you know, you're you're playing in the duo, um, which was great. I mean, it was a great start to have because he got really busy really quick, like, yeah. didn't she? And it was a, a a type of music that I wasn't used to listening to. Like, I don't have a a huge background in music, but Neil was all Neil Young and Bob Dylan. That's where all that stuff came. It's from. It's a good lesson to get off him because he was yeah. a very very it was a very musical really family. Music, yeah. Like, John Regan with the Tire Centre down Middleton, yeah. Oh, I mean, one one of the nicest men in music. Like, he yeah. Always, he was always so good to me. Like, a good player so good. too himself, like, yeah. Good man to get a crow going. Yeah. Down Jeez. in Nile Max there recently, is like, yeah. Jaguar, He's still got back. it, like, He's yeah. got the rebel tunes in the back pocket, like. Yeah, oh. yeah, fair play to him. And, uh, they really like rock music, like the they whole do. family, yeah. They like the yeah. rock music, they like their ACDC. Yeah, 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 it's great. Acoustic or not, yeah. they like their ACDC. 
Yeah. So that lasted. How long did that last? That was probably, I'd say two or three years anyway. Definitely I was going on Erasmus yeah. in college, so that was the kind of Didn't start the start of the end when I moved away. Yeah, yeah. But it was two or three solid years of gigging in, in Bell and Roastick, among places. Bell Roastick, yeah. You know, yeah, you were so playing, you were saying you played a lot of parties and different things, like, so after you did all the gigging, how was it going back then to play to a party? Were you allergic, like, when Gang would be bringing a guitar over to you and asking you to do a fucking song? Like I this? suppose it was, it was all new at that point, so there yeah, was still a bit of it a, was all fine, like, bit yeah. of a shine on it, like, so I thought it was great crack, like. Yeah. Sometimes if you ask me the same question now, I, I mightn't have the same answer, like. I know, yeah. Yeah. Back sometimes, then, I was like, oh, Jesus, great crack. This is brilliant. Like, That's yeah. all great, like, yeah. You have the energy yeah. for it, like, when, yeah. when you're that age, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And you just knew. Someone passes you. Depends on the situation, though. I still wouldn't mind sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the on the on the on the right night. Yeah. You'd be be ready for. You'd nearly know, like. Yeah. yeah, This is going to take off if I play this, so I should. Yeah. But if people are too drunk, if to gauge it, like if they're going over the cliff edge, like. And if they want to be doing those like streets in New York and all of them, just put it away. Yeah. 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 There's a time to just throw it down beside the couch and just say that. How many times have you been in a pub packing up the gear and you've heard someone forget the words to that? Every night I've ever heard anyone play it. I was sent to Snapchat this weekend just kind of someone yeah. getting the words wrong in Streets of yeah. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's a couple of songs like yeah. that, the, Streets of uh, New York is one of them. I'm walking out of a bar, I hear that getting fucking butchered. Yeah. 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 You know where they're yeah. going to get it wrong. They're yeah. getting up to the next verse in this time. Yeah. They're not going to remember it. You know, yeah. you know. the, the women go on to Caledonia. Yeah, I know. Now it's fucking, now it's over. <laughs> yeah. I don't now know. It's, <laughs> it's like the see. end of the night ringing taxi there yeah. someone started Caledonia yeah. bright, blue, bright, bright blue rose bright blue rose yeah. and grace yes. grace is I was we, I was playing it again last weekend and this chant I where the fuck is that coming from have you heard that David I will die I will die yeah. what the fuck did that come I out fucking like? think Ken Lando started it I think he actually did like, <laughs> I think he might have it's, I, a, it's such a sad the, kind of solemn yeah. song can't yeah. figure it out it's a, it's a sad emotional song about someone dying and wedding their wife before they're shot yeah. for their country and then you fellas going I will die I will die it's just bizarre like I, I just yeah it's fucking mad it's blended straight into Travelling Soldier every time it's amazing yeah How, where did oh, that song yeah. come from well, who made it popular Grace or Travelling Soldier no Travelling Soldier was that, released that by the one, Dixie that was the Dixie that one kind of yeah. caught me like in the kept, late people 80s. kept asking me for it but like, presumably like? some country and Irish singer got hold of it like Wagon Wheel and no I think it's not it, going there I think no. it's it's TikTok it ends up on some yeah. on, on some popular video it's on in the background or something tip of the cap to Amy MacDonald she, she is after getting a resurgence of that song This Is The Life oh, it's, song. Song. it's just out of nowhere how do you tell which song? song is going to come out of nowhere and become the, the next you know but song they're, they're covered all, by bands they're all the, songs yeah that's yeah. Like, songs, for some yeah. reason Neil Young songs never fall into TikTok for some reason no, it's just mad like, no although I like Neil Young stuff I used to uh, I used to listen to a lot of Neil Young not the kind of uh, 
acoustic-y kind of, you know, folky Neil Young, the rock and electric. Pearl Jam stuff. Yeah, the grungy stuff. Like, you know, he's, he's awesome at that. So. Yeah. We have this argument all the fucking time about sticking to your guns and being happy with the gig and the songs you're playing versus playing exactly what they want and the barman ringing on the next day going send your man again he's fucking good lad yeah. yeah so what is the happy balance between that Davey what do you think yeah. is it important to you to, for you to play the songs that you like or in a pub will you just regurgitate whatever they want to take the money and go home it's and you not, won't have it, a problem it's with night, it it's night by night night by night you can, you can sense it like if you're free to do whatever you want you yeah. have a great night there playing your own whatever you want if that's specific to where would you get that you'd get that in Charlie's and Carl you get it in Charlie's yeah got it in Gilders bank holiday Monday I tell you we sat there we were playing uh, Doc Watson whatever you want yeah I've noticed that people go into Gimbers and Harry Dool thinking, oh, fuck it, I have to break out sweet Caroline here. You like, really don't. You really to. don't. You Once don't. you get under the surface, they yeah. love John Prine, they love. Yeah. They lo- you could do what you wanted. Sam Cook. I was there the other night. Collection. I was there Sunday night, and this lady sat in front of me. Now, it got awkward because I played one that she, she knew, but it was Cat Stevens. That was the biggest mistake I made because she wanted more of that mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she wanted all of that. You like, gave her false. Well, she got she. Well, yeah, but she had a you know vast fucking taste of music, and she was naming off names I'd never heard. Of. You know, she thought, oh, yeah. he doesn't cut Stevens tree. He surely Do knows a lot more. Stuff, yeah. He and the, Gilders, is it? Yeah, I was yeah. cut off guard. No, to, to yeah. but you were you're happy to do that stuff, then, aren't you? Like, well, I didn't have what she was looking for. I was surprised. Do you know, guilt don't yeah. happen in carry tool. Yeah, often, you see, you, you, know. you get that in there. I mean, I, I remember Declan Sinnott came down there uh, with Vicky Keating to do a gig, and uh, people were like, that won't work. They're doing her originals, Declan mm. Sinnott playing, you know, lovely lead over the top, singing yeah. harmonies, and people were like, they won't get order. Man, that pub was busier than I've ever seen it, and you yeah. could hear a pin drop. They'll sit on there and the listen. Ground. But you'll never expect it. Or you walk into a random pub and it'll just be the collection of people there. It's who's there. The people there the make like. the gig. The people in the room are what it's all about. Yeah, how come this keeps seeing... They, they obviously go there a lot, that type of people. Go to Gilders a lot. Like yeah. Yeah, you get that in some places. Like, some places draw music fans. And some people, some places, don't, yeah. couldn't care less. It's, a, it's about the public and maybe, you know, if you walk into a place, surely you can all tell. Mm. You know, when you yeah. walk into a pub and you go, yeah, this one. You do your tester song. You yeah. do your, like, this is obscure, people don't really know it. Yeah. Will there be a clap and a reaction after this? But do you want to do obscure ones? Like, I mean, I don't want, I don't go into a pub wanting to play an obscure set. I go but in wanting to play. Obscure stuff. might have been the wrong word there. Yeah, Songs yeah. that I like, like yeah, to yeah, listen to yeah. in my spare time, like. Yeah. So. Because I love awesome. listening to La- Zombie myself in my spare time as much as the next man like. But yeah, yeah, I know. Do you know? There's other stuff I listen to in my spare time as well. Zombie I, wasn't always a pub song though. I cut off a finger yeah. if was I a thought I never had to play it ever again. <laughs> I, w- I just thought <laughs> I'd go that, Say that again. <laughs> you cut off a finger. Cut off a finger if I thought it would mean I'd never have to play that song again. 
Oh, you hate playing it. You could probably still play it, though. Oh, you could still play <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you've done your... Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I've done it. I don't know. With dots every, every gig for 10 years, every single gig. Maybe twice a gig. Maybe twice. There isn't much in the way of bass, I suppose, and it's the right Well, uh, in fact, oh, there's a bass solo in it, Mike. Is, is there a bass solo? <laughs> there is, I'll just give you a is quick taste where all the other music stops? Or oh, do the bass solo. Do you remember that bit, Mike? Yeah. Um, do, you remember, back to, <laughs> do you remember that bass line, you do? That's iconic. <laughs> How could you forget that? Jeez, no, that brought me back. <laughs> I usually skip that bit when it's yeah. on. I usually oh, just oh, fast forward that oh, bit. was the power washing going on? <laughs> There's a bass solo in it. I just said that I cut off a finger not to play it, and then I, and then I fucking played it. You played yeah. it. Played it well. But the you thing is, nicely, we didn't okay. Bass solo is an interesting combination of words, isn't it? It is really, yeah, it is really. It is. I don't know how we describe that now. Yeah. Do you have a bass solo in your set on before we move on? Do you have your moment, like? I do. I do. Yeah. He does. Is it's in um, Johnny Be Good where everyone takes a solo, and I usually try and skip mine. And the boys say, "No, I do it." And I do a couple of bars of a of a solo. Personally, mm. bass solos are a funny one. Bass solos. If you go to see a big band, a big professional band in the Lakes of uh, Cyprus Avenue, and they're tour a touring band, and it is a bass solo, it's usually just the bass line from the song with everything else okay. pulled back, and the bass player. Everyone Please. else being quiet. Everyone else being quiet. The bass player on his own for two bars of what he's been doing all night anyway, and everyone yeah. cheers and it goes back into the. Song. Yeah, you do the Fleetwood Mac one, don't you? There's a I solo. do. There's a solo in that. There's a solo in. It won't work with any other instrument. No, to the carver maybe. <laughs> I know. I there's a kazoo over there. Do you have a cut off it? You play it. That's <laughs> <laughs> cheaper as well. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. And we do that one. It actually know. work around on acoustic guitar there, Yeah, sure, yeah. I just fuck off. Sexiest fucking bass effort I ever saw was Woodstock. It was Primus. Was it? Yeah, Les Claypool. Some bass player. It's fucking like check it out YouTube. No, Woodstock yeah. ninety. No, Woodstock ninety nine. Les Claypool. Primus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. What's the song? Yeah. Jimmy was a box girl, yes, or something. Was just the the Check it out now. The whole gig is up there. Like, it's my God. He's, he's something else, that fella. He was a, he used to play a slap style. But it doesn't even make sense when you move, watch, watch his hand and hear what's no. coming out of the. It doesn't line up with what you're hearing. Not a bit, no. 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 But no. So it can be done. It can be done. People can be entertained by bass. There you go. Rare. <laughs> you but. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> when you move to France, oh. you. Took to the busking in the underground, didn't you? Yes. How important was that on your musical journeys, we'll say? 
that was that was very good for uh for becoming kind of a getting a bit of a thick skin because I'll be right. doing mm. three hours in the morning and three hours in the afternoon. And you've had to get a license. You yeah, can't, you, you can't willy nilly cut Patrick no, Street. You just do, do you, it. You do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you have to get a license to uh, to to bask in the underground in Paris, and you yeah. got one. You had to audition in front of a comedy I had to, uh, to get. Uh, yeah, because they don't want. It's they're French, man. They're they know they're like they're by the book. They're by the book. If oh, you're fucking nil point job, nil point lende. Ah, yeah, you can. You have to go up and you you go up now and I do a bass solo, right? And they'd be like, no, 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 airport for all. You cannot play in the underground. But David went up and what did you do? I bet you did a French song, did you? Now I'm going to ruin your entire argument there. I knew someone already playing there and they got me the license. Did they? So you didn't have to do the the audition, but people do, don't they? He spoke to me, yeah, but uh, oh, he someone there was a bit of corruption. Smart, oh, but I know people in the underground. Yeah, that's the job. And tell me what it was like playing in the underground. How many? Like, was it financially? Was it? Was it? Was it, was it juicy? Like, no, absolutely. Not. Oh, it wasn't the worst juice you could imagine. Really? Yeah, but it was good. Like, so the French aren't good. To, and were you gigging as well at the same time? I was. Yeah. Gigging yeah. at night then. Three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon. And, and then gigging gigging three hours at night. And then three gigging at night time and the sets are three forty five minute sets. Uh just a lot of places just tell you don't take a break. <laughs> Didn't you support big names in, in France? Uh, there was one, all right, uh, that buddy now that got me the license, uh he was opening for Glenn Hansard there. Oh yeah, did you play at that gig? Yeah, I opened with oh. him for Glenn Hansard, so What was that like? That was that was better than the Metro anyway. Definitely better than the Metro. Yeah, step up from the Metro. Brilliant. Like a nice, um, fifteen hundred seater, I think, in Paris. Nice venue. Did you meet Lynn? I did. Lovely did you? Fella. Lovely fella. Really? Are you yeah. saying lovely fella? Like, because we're no, being recorded, I mean, or was he actually a lovely fella? Like, you you see the videos of him like busking for homeless people on the street, he, and it's the real deal. He's a good character. Like, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. Fella, yeah, it could be intense. I'd say. Yeah, you know, but in a good passionate, way, like, like yeah. I'll tell you something. He puts on some show though. When the frames, oh, when Christ, the frames yeah. were going good, oh, yeah. I used to fanboy over them. Like, oh yeah, I used to go to They're the Opera good, House like. in Cork. I'd just seen them in the Everyman when they were coming up around the time that live album came out. Do you know that Vicar Street? No, there was one even before that. I think a live. The one in Vicar Street. Is it was in Vicar Street. Yeah, oh, it's unreal. It's great performer. Serious yeah. performer, like. I was blown away by the show after, like, I'd, I'd listened to him on Spotify and seen videos and stuff like that, but live, he was incredible. Was he on his own? A solo gig? Oh, no, full band. Full band. Wow, full band, Jesus. Yeah. Um, full band. So you did the underground in three hours in the morning and then back to the same place in the evening, like, is it? And was that of your own yep. choosing? Oh, yeah, you have your spots, like. And, and you work, work them as often as you want. As often as you can. That's, so what time at night did you go back then? So you did the morning and then... I do probably twelve to three, yeah. and then five to eight. But you wouldn't do any later, like or does it close? Nah, it's a bit rough after that. <laughs> does it? And so, yeah. Was there any rough. venues like that you could go into and gig as such? Oh, there was. We'd have regular venues now as yeah. well, like. But right. um, it was hard work, like three-hour sets, and Jesus. a lot of the stuff in France and Spain is based on like collections, like so you'd have your basket and they'd pass it around. Whoa. Some nights you'd make great money, like, but other nights you'd make absolutely nothing, like. How did you decide to go to France? It's, uh, so I, I studied French in, in college. Yeah, okay. Went over there on Erasmus. Right, okay. And then just Sorry, like... Sorry, mentioned that, okay. Uh, I ended up playing music with people over there. Yeah. And just said, after college, I'd head there for a couple of weeks and stayed there for three or four years. 
That long? Yeah. My There's a room going in an apartment. I still yeah. take that for two or three weeks until the other person gets back. And the other person never came back. So three or four years over there. Did you go on your own? I did, yeah. 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 Brian joined me at a later date, but... Yeah. Came over yeah. for a look. He came over for a look, yeah. What was the Guinness like, though? It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's it as good as here, though? Shite. Yeah. <laughs> Lishit. Lishit. <laughs> I just looked it up. The, the Friends album, Vicar Street, was called Set List. It was a live yes. album, and I played it today. And they were, they were yeah. out of this world. Like, it started with uh, Revelate. Yeah, Revelate, mm-hmm. yeah. What an intro, like, what, you know, for a live show. Gigs went, you know, up and right down low into soft stuff like Star Star and like. But listening to it in the car would get get you goosebumps like, and like you were there, you know. You'd nearly yeah. have faith in the Academy when they gave him the Oscar, you know, for songwriting because he really is. Yeah, that's a great songwriter. Yeah, amazing, like. I just love seeing people like I've seen videos of him and Danny Royce and people like that. Yeah. They'll just sit down randomly somewhere. Yeah. Play a few songs, people are having points. Yeah. They don't re- lose the run of themselves. Like, That's you know, it. They'll sit like, down and yeah. play a few songs and they won't. Like, it's very easy to lose the run of yourself. You know that yourself, especially doing gigs when you, when you do them good and people are enjoying them. That buzz that you can get. Yeah. That can get corrupted and turn people a little mm. bit. And that's know. just cover gigs. You can imagine if they're you your own songs. You can imagine if you're writing like, your own songs and people are loving them everywhere you go around you all the time telling you you're really running yourself. Like that could. That How does it manifest itself, though? Do you think you're better than the people you're playing for? Like, is that the correct? Do you think like I'm fucking no, classic I think at I, all? I, I suppose they, they probably think, you know, after everyone telling them, Jesus, you're brilliant, we love you, you two start thinking, do you know what? Maybe I'm fucking brilliant. You know what I mean? Maybe I am fucking, yeah, you know. The hype. Maybe believe your own hype, like, you know. Mm. It, I that's why it's so refreshing to see fellas who are, you know, really down to earth. Like I yeah. don't know if you know ever heard the stories about Paul Heaton from the Beautiful South. No. He he arrives to a place and arrived to photo after playing I think it was in the marquee or something and sought out Ryan's and Cove asked to, asked to pay they were like, Oh yeah, there's a five star restaurant here and we've got our bar and you know everything so oh, could you get me a taxi into the nearest town? He he's into football, he wanted to go where Cove Ramblers was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went into <laughs> <he did> <laughs> Ryan's <laughs> he had six six or seven points of Murphy's 
Jesus. Got a taxi back. Like, you know, it's refreshing to hear that sort of it thing. It is right? refreshing. That's not what people want, though. People want the obnoxious look. They fucking did you see him at the Oscars? Or did you see him at the thing? He fucking did this. Or, yeah, yeah. People want a bit of bite to it. Like, don't <laughs> they, they do, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know yeah. What I mean? They yeah. do, yeah. I don't know. It comes in waves, but in the 90s, people wanted the dickhead. Oasis for the king or to Hootamir, maybe the Oasis. They were absolute kings yeah. of Arsenalology, like you know. And, you, and you would have to laugh at it, like that's now looking back, it's crazy when we've got to like a Ed Sheeran who and stars are going so for that cut, wholesome thing like, yeah. in the 90s. We wanted drug users, you know, <laughs> we wanted obnoxious. You know, we wanted we lads were, that were the same yeah. as us. Yeah, we wanted them fighting yeah. people. We wanted them drunk. We wanted them, you know. Nowadays, it, they were fucking there. They were ten a penny. Yeah, they were ten. Yeah, they, everyone back in the nineties was a moody rocker with uh, problems. You know. Yeah. How do you think you would fare out now? Either of you know, right? If if you if you did make it now to that top level of playing, shocking, shocking, oh, fucking, yeah. shocking, really. Yeah. yeah, I love that was the same right. word came out of our mouth at the same time. I'd say I don't Absolutely know. Shocking. I'd like to think I'd be like kind of like Glenn Hansford, but I don't know. I just don't know. You'd be sounding. Well, that I'd be kind of grounded and know that I'm fucking. This is you know, if you're asked to play with Eddie Vedder's band, I know. Yeah, that you would you that you'd say, that, well, like, I'm not going to miss it, but yeah. like. Yeah. Does this mean I'm fucking better than... Yeah. Why is he picking me? It depends me? how big, like, if you're Ed Sheeran big, you have all the money in the world. Ed yeah. Sheeran big, That's yeah. a dangerous place to be, like. Yeah. Yeah. I think you we all no, know... You have no limits on what you could do anymore. <laughs> I think we all know how I'd end up, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the biggest? Ed Sheeran, is he the most popular fellow? This here? comment is sponsored by Boost. Ed Sheeran is the biggest What's driving him then now, like? Do you know what's driving him? I've, I've learned, and I used to slate him. Do you know what's driving him? Sheer love for music. Yeah. It's real with him. Like mm. as much as he's a polished pop star, you know, and I'm not into it and I don't like the music. Dude is just a fucking guitar player from England who fucking mm. wrote songs and they got You couldn't begrudge him. Can't begrudge that. Like, begrudge you know? He can't stop, he just loves it. Looking back on Oasis in the night. Yeah. I saw I saw him in Dublin uh, he released the first album. I loved the first album. I yeah. absolutely loved the first mm. album. Went to see him in Dublin. He was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Jeez, I, yeah. oh. I, I hope this fella takes off, like, because he's yeah. really, like, just the energy and just the joy he got from playing. Yeah. I hope this lad takes off, like. Yeah, he does. You can see he loves it. Now, I watched a video recently about his loop station that he had built. Well, he's serious talent at the same time, like. I know, but. Serious talent, like. You got, if you're out there, you take heads, people are into gear. Look at the making of this. This is a custom job now, isn't it? Oh, he didn't fucking do music. How to play music and take a little pill. No, he obviously he did when he started off. He did DRC 30. Yeah. 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 But obviously, as a was using it for a long time. And he yeah. became. Uh, he recorded a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, he did concert, massive concert with it. But mm. obviously, someone came along and offered to build him something, you know, yeah. for free. Oh, it's called a bit easier. It's called a cookie two or something. Lads, you could make the tea for you. The fucking thing would do. Ah, man, it would do. It does anything. And it's all encased in one housing, you know? And he's got, I think when he does a gig, he's got four of them scattered all over the stage. And, you know, if you hit one, they're all linked, you know? But one thing I found unusual, I was looking at it, I was like, what's that next to it? And there was a fucking boss TU23 next to it. And I was thinking... Some fucking gear developer, right? 
built that spaceship. I never, put a tuna. <laughs> I never put a fucking tuna into it. <laughs> fucking Mike Kelly, he's four of them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You can't be it about the old boss to tree. Uh-huh. Where do you stand? Do you use a loop station? No, I don't know. You don't. No. It would be gas dog to be in Wembley and just hear him going. My cousin Carl is you've met you've met Carl and Carl briefly. Yeah. I know of him more than I know him. Cracks for the loop head, like Go you know, yeah, yeah, just loves it, like you know. Yeah, Andy Dunn was one of the first villas I. Oh, Andy's very Andy good. Yeah. Andy Dunn was really good with it. He had the loop pedal going before Ed Sheeran had it. Before it was cool. Like, before yeah. it was cool. He was Mundy doing was the first guy I ever saw to use one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was on yeah. Yeah. And then we didn't sure. That was the time when they were like, how's he doing that? Yeah, that's not live at all. It's yeah. a backing track. Backing track. Ed Sheeran yeah. still has to say, everything I'm doing is live and recorded and it's deleted for the next gig. This is not a backing track. He has to say that at the start of every gig. You know what? It's, it's kind of frustrating, I suppose, to have to answer to because it's really difficult to do. Yeah, it is you're actually always going to have yeah. fucking 50-year-old know-it-alls in the background. He's not playing the right for the fuck. Because if something yeah. is a millisecond out, it sounds you have to start again. horrendous. The whole loop is horrendous. Yeah. But is that enough to make it entertaining, you know? The, 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 the dangers of it. Uh, like, or is it just... I don't know, lads I think just looking down, tapping their feet their way. And I think it's the fact that he's doing a perfect take every couple of bars, adding another perfect take. He'd a, he's a pro at it, like. I know. Yeah. As far as lo- yeah. looping goes, he's the best at it. I'm sure he's, he's both, yeah. Like, he spends, you can write, like, it's, he records the songs, and then there's hours rehearsing on how mm. to play them live. Yeah, I mean, from my station, right, okay. I find it very hard to criticize a man that fills Wembley with a loop station. With a loop station know. and no band. Yeah, <laughs> he must know it was zero fucking overheads. I think imagine the like, money he's getting. Like the Rolling Stones are jealous. I'd say. Yeah, I like, mean, there's nothing to set up. Don't even have to bring an amp, like. <laughs> <laughs> He just rocks up with a t-shirt. He doesn't even have a full-size guitar. It's a small little guitar. Tiny little yeah. And this cookie tree spaceship thing and a TU tree, of course. Just, just rings Wembley before. Yeah. You have your own, you have your own system, do you? Is there a lead there? Yeah. 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 You have a system, do you? <laughs> I forgot my lead. <laughs> but how many fellas have to go to because the wife wants to go? Or they're taking the kids? Well, it's not like even a that. Lot of, a, lot, a lot of fellas that I know went. I know. Yeah. 41. And how many of them fellas said, No, you didn't think me like somebody went to be good. No, in fairness, no. He wasn't fucking better than all. He wasn't bad. He wasn't I enjoyed bad. it. No, the drink yes. was too dear. The drink <laughs> yeah, was dear. That's the no, only no thing. disrespect to him, but I think look, it's like the circus is in town. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. find no, that yeah. with every gig in the Marquito. I find yeah. a bunch of doubters. I think this has happened to gigs, and this is fucking not popular, actually, this opinion. Save but I'm going to fucking say it. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. That wouldn't be Did like you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <There is> unpopular. A <laughs> bunch <laughs> of doubters going to big gigs now that flood onto the Ticketmaster and buy tickets for gigs with zero interest in who playing. And the absolute perfect example of it was the Garth Brooks gigs, where people went sure look we'd fucking know all the songs and they went out they bought an, a stupid amount of tickets yeah. something like five or seven gigs or something they couldn't have all liked him most of the statuses on Facebook weren't even spelling his name correctly they were all going to see a film called Gareth, Gareth Brooks how much of a fan Brilliant. are you if you can't spell his name think about the think about the numbers seven nights in Crow Park seven nights in Crow Park mm-hmm. which holds like uh, uh, 80,000 80, to 80, a gig 80, 80, 80 by 7 lids that's like a third of the country 
That's Gilder's bank holiday, man. <laughs> but like, what I'm saying is, they can't all be fans. And when I, what I find, when I used to go to gigs, I used to go to big gigs. Was I was younger, I'd go to Metallica, and everyone on the bus up was a Metallica fan. And when I got there, everyone was singing along the words, right? Because they loved Metallica. And now I go to gigs, and I look around me, and I see some confused people. I saw. I see. Oh, it Grace, just yeah. old. Does he do Grace? <laughs> I <and> will <laughs> die. Gigs <laughs> yeah. used to be better. Like they used yeah. to. Now people are stuck in their own doing Snapchats of a band that they don't really know. Yeah, like no. I saw footage of the Guns and Roses gig at Slane. I think it was Slane. No, it was the Dublin one they did since. And lads, it, it, it's the most dangerous band in rock and roll. Like yeah. they were meant to. Like in, if they came in the early nineties, they'd be a mosh pit. That's there was a lot of fucking gang, like on a do. I call them deoters, like you know. They're, they're wearing these kind of fucking coloured hats. And do they like, take from the gig? Do you think? They do take from the gig and the experience. Like. If I go to see the Guns and Roses, I want a crowd full of lunatic rockers who love fucking Guns and Roses and are loving every single song, and the atmosphere at the gig is going to be better. Instead of these people who are kind of. Like, I wouldn't really know them, no, but sure, the tickets were... We went down and got the tickets, and we went well, up, and it's yeah. like, okay. It's like, why are we here, you know? This is a young person's podcast with a finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> there was loads of people on TikTok there. Yeah, 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 like Mull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't know any of the songs. No, I'd there. say, like, you're swimming up the river with that one, really. Like, you don't think I'm right? Do I think you're right? I mean, yeah, they probably do show up. I think there's day outers now. I think there's people who buy tickets for the marquee. They go, I'm off that night. Who's for playing that? Like. Who's playing that night? I don't know. Sure, we'll just get the tickets. Oh yeah, there's event goers. Like. There's event goers, yeah. and it's yeah. like you in Cork. I find you get it at the marquee. That I wouldn't go to Dublin to him now, but if he's in Cork, sure we'll get on. We'll get tickets, and then you go to the gig and there's no crack at the gig because you've all these fucking day outers, like you know. Well, you that's just, well, that's, you, yeah. yeah, when you talk about Metallica, and you talk about those bands, but and Guns and Roses, but you also have. Likes of, let's say, Dolly Parton playing in Nolan Park in Kilkenny and a stag party landing in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Lads yeah. dressed as her and fake. Yeah, I know. So, like, I don't know. But yeah. they're, like, they're not fans. They're going for the crack. I and know. sometimes it's. An but you know what? It's better than empty seats, isn't it? It is better than it empty is, seats. Yeah. And, like, I've no, I've, don't get me wrong, I've no problem with people bringing their kids up to AC Edge here. And, but I think that it, it, happens it, mo- sure. it happens more with older bands. You know, yeah. the, the bands that are out along. T- like, I went to a, a, a 21 Pilots gig. Yeah, great gig. Fucking great gig, because mm. everyone that was there was Liked a fan them. or else a parent that had to bring the child. Yeah. But were blown away because... Yeah, I've heard that. On fucking real. I've heard that. Unreal, mm. yeah. What's, and what's behind that, though? Is there a bit of cute old marketing or something like it? Well, Metallica are attracting people that were at the fucking plowing match the day before. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's someone <laughs> driving that. Like. It's when you get so big that your uh, people know and they recognise the name. And I heard one or two other things they wouldn't like them, but we're going. Why would you Why would you imagine applying that to sport? We got up to the volleyball deal. I see no one sometimes, but we're yeah. all going in a load of us because it's in Cork. I wouldn't go to Dublin now, but I'm going. And then you've a yeah. load of you wouldn't have a load of fellas at a volleyball match and going, "This is great," but people do it with pens they don't even like. They look, they look at the list. They, who's coming to go? Jesse Elton John coming to go? We'll go. We'll Tom, go. There's Tom too many Jones. fucking tickets, so what? Maybe there's too many tickets. Like the gigs are too big. Maybe the gigs are too big. The gigs are too yeah. big. I would rather be at a gig with two thousand genuine fans than that one of these huge gigs that they're having now in Crow Park or in Slane where you can't see the pay you can't see the stage 
I know I sound like a bit of a music snob, I know that. It's just, to me, the kind of exclusivity of a fan being at a gig, it's gone. Like, mm. the first time I saw Metallica, the hair stood up on my arm. I thought it was amazing. Everyone around me was roaring the lyric of every song. When I went back years later, and they were huge, bigger than they'd become bigger, I looked around, no one was singing the song. People were on their phones. Yeah. Do you know, it just, you get so big that people will just go. Like, Everyone was just humming the bass line. That's it. Well, probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling a bit. Will we let him hum a bass line here? Will we do one? We'll do one, yeah. Do one, a Metallica one there. Right? Metallica bass line. I don't, I, I don't know any. I'll let you sing that they were good, I liked them. I love them. Go to Dublin to see them. I recognise them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's gone and I don't worry. Lord, I'm sitting on top of Great song. Great song. Bass episode of it. I don't know about that. It was quite good. Minter. Um, We're up at Only 19. Uh, You you went to France. And now talk to us about what you're doing now. You're doing a lot of recording, aren't you? Uh, Doing some original stuff. Uh, Very busy with the cover stuff. Yeah, really busy. Really busy. uh, Like probably the busiest outfit. Definitely the busiest Jew I know. And what you do then is... uh, you do mo- you're mostly a duo. The, the core of the band is yourself and Ryan Parsons on fiddle. Exactly. And you do 100% of the gigs. And when you're in a bigger venue, then you draft in a rhythm section of depths just to... Exactly, yeah. Just to fill out the, the, yeah, the, the sound. 90% is the two of us. You yeah. can't be at a duo. I've said it before many you times. Can. You yeah. can do a lot with a duo. You can, yeah. You can do a lot. And the thing is, you get into places where a band, a full band, wouldn't fit. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You can fit in the corner. Yeah, and being I've, small is an advantage. Yeah, I've 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 played bass for you at some of those bigger gigs as well. And even though the stuff is kind of singer songwritery and a little bit niche, the young people fucking love it. You know, I mean, you're getting away with it in the grand and Clarny. Getting you know? away with murder. <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. Like it's yeah. fucking fantastic. And more power to you. Tell us about the recording and the original stuff. 
Um, Ryan writes his own songs. Yeah. I write my own, and then we kind of feature on each other's stuff. He's doing uh, sound engineering in Limerick at the moment. Okay, so he's recording us his own stuff and my stuff. Brilliant. So we're kind of working on that together, and it's uh, it's something different to do. Like you know, you're knocking yeah. out original gigs five times a week. Yeah. It's nice to write your own songs and do something a bit different and. Mm-hmm. Being in Dolan's there recently in Whelan's and stuff like that, it's nice to kind of lash out your own tunes and just do something a bit different as well. You had experience of recording from a young age, though. I did with August Walk. <laughs> the backing vocals on one for the road. Is Davy Murphy? And when we were young, and there was another one. I remember the day that he was twenty twenty. That's it. Two thousand and fifteen. You were nineteen years of age. And Davey was gigging the same time me and Dots were kind of, you know, maybe a year or two into playing. And I remember we collected you in the Mad Monk. I was, was just after a gig with Neil. Lumped you into a car, <laughs> drove you to Whitewell Studios and said, sing on that. And recorded two songs. So what did you sing on? I don't remember. You'd be better on when, than he, he does the harmonies on, when, on, on One for the Road. At the end, when Dots is singing, tell me you're not leaving, Davey's vocal is doing a harmony oh, on the yeah. meters. Nice. And what? he does oohs and ahs on when we were young. Just kind of like, you know, Class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was that oohs and ahs person. Yeah. You <laughs> might not believe it, no. We literally were doing, Kieran is telling him what the thing, and we're going back into the car and drawing back in. Jeez. Drawing back into long. Middleton, yeah, yeah. I do remember actually hearing that you recorded it, and it was on the uh, the Tenoy system. For Christmas, the yeah. main street. And I was like, Jesus, that's that's gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I learned to play a guitar yeah, twelve months ago. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm on a tenoy system in the main <laughs> street. <laughs> yeah, so you know, the yeah. yeah. You know I mean, you've made it then. Big time, yeah. Mm. yeah. Absolutely. Who needs supporting Glenn Hansard? That's <laughs> buzz. It's buzzy too, like <laughs> when you. <laughs> it's buzzy, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it is that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, so, who, where do you record now your stuff? Uh, it's all home studio stuff. All home studio stuff. Violin player, I play with, so he records all stuff now. He's pretty. He's getting pretty handy at it. Now, yeah. To be fair. what you can do now. It's amazing yeah. that you'd have to pay. Oh, what you can do with five hundred quid a gig, or five hundred quid uh, equipment in your, your yeah. Bedroom, like, it's, it's true. Like yeah, five hundred quid would be two days in any studio. Like yeah, be gone. You buy your own, own stuff now and record your tracks. Things like Jolly Cinnamon and stuff like that. It's all done in the bedroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he do his stuff? He in did the bedroom? all of his on a computer with a focus right interface. You know, we could do it. We, we could do it here. Literally, something similar to what you see here now that we have in yeah. front of us. Very easy. Well, all and that's what we're hearing when we listen to it. Didn't go and get recorded anywhere in some big studio. It didn't go sent to be sent to be remixed or anything. Got a master, I suppose. Well, got a master, it. but you can send it to a fellow to get mastered. Yeah. Sixty quid. That's right. And it's done. You know, funny one like. And the thing is about recording. Yes, if something is recorded well. You will go, you've got more of a chance to being on the radio and people like it. But Robert Johnson stuff from the 30s, people still listen to. Beatles stuff, stuff in Sun Studios that were all recorded into one microphone. Mm. People still listen to those recordings. You have now. a quality, quality instrument, quality mic. The song, lads. It's yeah. about the, the song. And the song, yeah. The yeah. song Obviously. is number one, like. If the yeah. song is if the song is good, it doesn't matter if it's got it on a phone. How much of an impact can a bad fucking mix have done? Ah, but sure, Oasis yeah. were never they were they went through a few different jumped through a lot of hoops didn't they to get yeah. the sound that yeah. they talk about. Yeah, they did they, they, they need But maybe that was their own fucking hang ups like that's you know? the thing, like I, I think once you've got a record deal and you're allowed to have these hang ups, then you're you're gonna call them out, but I mean, listen, listen to some of the Kiss stuff, early Kiss. I have to turn it off. Even the songs are great, but the recording is poor, like, you know. 
It's funny. I don't know. I, I, I don't consider myself an audiophile, but if if I'm listening to something and it's not recorded well, you're more likely to turn it off. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. I don't know. Looking really. at the wrong man. <laughs> no. Yeah. The gigs we've do, we've done that now. Gigs, uh, current gigs, recording. What's in the future, Davy? Um, we're both working on original stuff at the moment. Yeah. The uh, the cover stuff is kind of snowballing. So that's lovely. Really that's busy, kind of taking like. care what, of How many nights a week are you? Four or five, anyway. Every wow. single week. Yeah. yeah. And people are crying out for you, like. With, with the stuff we're playing as well, which is kind of mad half the time because we're playing stuff that's, I don't want to say obscure, because like you said before, like we're not intentionally being obscure. We're just playing songs we like sometimes. Yeah. And that's going down. Give like, us the a taste, like, to give the listeners a taste. Like, like that thing that thing I played a second ago, like the... Doc Watson. I only heard that six months ago. I didn't know who, who that was before. Like, and you're I pulling it off. And people, people love it. Like, you know, can be done. So it yeah. can be done. Yeah. So, are, are is it sometimes possible, Mike, to, you know, kind of just dumb things down for people unnecessarily when you go into it? When I, not saying you particularly, but everyone, all of us, we've been guilty of going into a place and. Going, Play with the leg earlier tonight, yeah. Maybe you don't. Maybe you probably don't. Maybe you don't have to. Yeah, you probably have to have something up tempo at least. Maybe they won't necessarily know it, but see, that's you, the thing. That's up tempo. That's up tempo. That's if there's a fellow playing violin with that, like there's yeah. a kind of a bluegrass feel when people are dancing and moving. Yeah, like you can't launch into the Tom Waits with three hen nights. No. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> Maybe what's he building in there? That's, uh, <laughs> okay, settle down now. We're going to do what's he building in there, my Tom Waits. <laughs> I will not. I will not. What's he doing in there? Yeah, like, yeah. Some yeah, say he's a house and me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but there's a happy me. Yeah, I'm learning yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do another song. Yes.
singing. Savage. The good singing. She's good singing, lad. Still have those lungs from the running. Good singing voice. Loud. Yeah. Loud. Loud. Yeah. I can't hear myself. Well, lads. This con- that really kind of brings us to the end of another episode of It's All Music. Thanks, Davey, for coming down. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Enjoyed the chat. We'd have another one. We, I've known you a long time. We were get, we, we, we soldiered together in the early days, even though you're a few years younger than me. <clears throat> one or two, anyway. And uh, keep it up and keep us in, in touch with, with what you're doing. If anyone wants to catch up and catch Davey at the gig, the band is called Bermuda CC. Now I'm going to catch it before we go for an original. We're going to leave oh, you at it, if that's all right with you. Absolutely, yeah. As long as it'll be uh, chilled and depressing. Right? You need that too, don't you? To call our room we stand in the rain Back to your Where can people get that? Spotify. Under the name? David James Murphy. David James Murphy. Look Northern it up, let's Look it up. We're going to put it on the socials, aren't we, Davey? What's it called? Northern Song. Northern exactly. Song. Northern Song on Spotify. Lovely, Dave. Really nice. Thank you. Well done. Check it out. sign off on it thanks for tuning in and listening if you're listening to the It's All Music podcast this is a podcast that we will be trying to archive and, and record stories from musicians and experiences musicians that we know in Cork uh, everyone who has taken part in it so far has been fantastic including Davey tonight everyone who's listening is giving us lessons of support thanks a million for that don't be shy send us a message to our socials check us out on Instagram check us out on uh, TikTok check us out on uh, <laughs> I don't know what on TikTok check us out on Dundee on IP <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, well, not all of them. Um, Clint yeah. Fish. Clint Fish. Maybe not. We're on. We're on Airtel. Look, send us an email. Uh, we'd like to know what you Bebo. think. If there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast, and you know what, it's the messages of support that you're sending in that help us and keep, keeps us driving on with it. From us to Davy James Murphy, we just want to say a message. Thank you for coming down and keep rocking. Yeah. And writing songs. And keep writing keep songs because like without yeah. original songs, there are no songs. Definitely. Thanks, Davy. Thank you very much, lads. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to this episode of It's All Music Podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. Produced by me, Dave Quirk. Executive produced by me, Dave Quirk. Key music by me, Dave Quirk. Incidental music by me, Dave Quirk. Talent booking by Owen Hennessy. Tea making and venue setup, Mike Carey. Yep, we're doing all this ourselves. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for us? Email us at itsallmusicpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to It's All Music Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Dave Quirk production in association with ACAST. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with Carrie, Henny, and Quirky. We're blown away by your support. The It's All Music podcast is a completely independent, self-financed venture. If you enjoy what we're doing and you enjoy listening, you can support us by heading over to our Patreon page and subscribing for €3 Euros a month. If you don't have €3 Euros a month, don't stress, you can still listen to the podcast. And you can support us by sharing our content on your social media pages.